Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of The Shepparton News. We're not mucking around this week, Max. Straight into it. It's a big week, Terry. It, I think a... there's something happening tomorrow. A uh, basketball game, a soccer um, game. Oh, no, it was something. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I just yeah, can't, yeah. can't quite remember. It begins with E. Um, and ends with election. Yeah, some it's... people are hoping to get a democracy sausage. Um, my mum was actually asking me last night. She was saying, um, I don't even know if our local school is doing, you know, is a polling place. It has been in the past. I'll have to check that. But yep. then she was saying, you know, are they going to have sausages? And I'm like, mm, I'm not sure. I, well, I, I haven't heard anything to indicate otherwise. Apparently um, there's like a website you can go to to find where the democracy sausages are. <laughs> I saw the um the official demo- well the the democracy sausage Twitter account got an official blue tick so Twitter oh, verified right. it this week, uh, which is an important I way want, to do that. I wonder where they got an ABN from. Oh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? But yes, it is election season, yeah. and a lot of people will be wandering down to the local schools, their their local you know, polling booths, wherever that may be. Um, to cast their vote in the federal election. Although quite a few people have already voted, of course. Mm, quite a lot. It was, uh, you know, I think it was sitting at one in four earlier in the week and um, it's now ratcheting up towards, you know, 40 or 50%, which is quite quite insane, really. Well, hopefully that means we don't have long queues. Mm. And uh, there's a bit of controversy about people with COVID. Uh, apparently they were going to be able to vote on the phone and then they weren't or so there's a bit of clarity needed there i think there is and i think that'll come you know today really because it was basically if you tested positive after 6 p.m on tuesday night then you could vote over the phone but if you tested positive before then and hadn't organized a postal vote then you're just ineligible to vote apparently Hmm. and you won't like you won't get fined but apparently you just can't vote because you're in iso and you should have ordered a ballot but a lot of people didn't know that. Gee, I um, mean, on Monday you wouldn't think you'd be able to order a postal vote that late. No, I, I, um, anyway, very late to the party on that one. But yeah, I um, mean, if people miss out, I guess they miss out. There's not a lot they can do. No, stay, you know, stay across that. Um, and there are a lot of people today, with COVID at the moment. There are quite a lot, so yeah. make sure you stay across that. If you are listening mm. with the spicy cough, we're thinking of you. But I mean, if you are ringing up to vote over the phone, I mean, how are they going to know when you tested positive? <laughs> your, guess anyway. is, your guess is as good as mine. Yes, as I as said, some clarity mine. needed there. Um, but when you do go and vote, we've got some guides in the paper today and online that yes. are free to read. Some um, really good coverage there today. Massive, uh, you know, massive coverage today. I can't mm, well, about was, where you can vote and coverage about the Senate, which nobody talks about. No, well, it was sparked by me early voting in the week and kind of unfolding the, oh, you know, yes. the, the very, very big it white is. bit of paper for the Senate and kind of going, I don't know who most of these people are. Well, I don't and, think anybody does. And I am supposed to follow yep. it. Yeah. You know. Especially if you want to vote, you know, every, I don't know how many there are yep, all so the way. I think you have to... You have to do six above the line or 12 below yes, the line. But even 12, um, even though there's 12 out of how many, I'm not sure. Oh, a lot a more. Lot. It's a lot. But even, even trying to pick 12, um, I went through this uh, with my son who was who was a postal vote and, and he was like, oh, yeah, how about then? I'm like, uh, you might want to look them up because <laughs> they sound good. 
so yeah, we, we've got a um, a big guide giving just a very brief rundown of, of what each party stands for and what their the, their vibe is. Basically, was what I was going for. Mm. Um, so check that out, and if you if you like them and want to know more, obviously look it up and. Yes. And the more information, the better, but just a handy little guide so you don't have as I did and kind of go through and go, oh, these are the parties I know. Um, you know, you, you get you get slightly more. Mm, that's right. So what else do you need to let us know about the election before we talk about non-election news? Non-election. Well, that, I think that's most of the stuff that people need to know in, a, in order to get their vote out. Um, you know, there's been plenty more this week about the campaign getting nasty and, um, you know controversy around the nationals using robocalls and texts getting sent out and then them you know trying to to paint rob Priestley as a a, a labor candidate um and that's but there's been a lot of back and forth over that and, and rob you know rejects that assertion pretty strongly and, and came out and said you know all well, the nationals asked me to run and then the nationals said we we invited you to stand for pre-selection that's not inviting you to run and it's just getting a bit can't just put it on the, on the nationals as well because I, I received one of those robo calls from John Howard. I probably should have listened to it, see what he has to say, but I didn't. Uh, and of course, you know, that, that would be the Liberals. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it was interesting. There was no authorisation at the end of that one. So it wasn't clear who it was from, but I, I believe that call was made to a lot of inner city electorates as well. It's um, weird. It's like I've got a former Prime Minister yeah, on d- the line here. <laughs> yeah, d- hello, it's John Howard here. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Ex- excuse me? Yeah, pardon? Oh, hi, John. Oh, no, it's not really John. <laughs> no, and then, of course, there were letters that went out as well. Um, yes. The Dear John type letters. You know, this is why I'm voting for the Nationals, which were just signed by a, fir- a, a, a first name, which was interesting. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure what the deal is with those mm. and haven't quite had time to know to hunt around for it but also there's no contact there's no authorization it's just a letter so it could well be someone from shepparton but whether or not you think that that is the case we'll try be. to shine a light on um you know all the candidates equally um and you can say it's a three horse race i'm not saying you would say that but you being the the i don't know general you could say it's a three horse race but there are 11 candidates and i think you know um as journalists we always try to give everyone a go because, I mean, it's a, it's a big thing to put your hand up, isn't it? Absolutely. But there are some candidates that are missing in action. Yeah, so we haven't <laughs> seen Tim Laird at all in the campaign. He's from the Liberal Democrats. And we haven't seen Eleanor Tabone from the, oh, top of my head. Australian Federation Party? That's it. Um, she's been that absent that it, it's, the party slips my mind. Um, yeah. Absolutely no, nothing from either of them. No. Um, but you think aside, that, like, just a central sort of... I don't know. Uh, uh, headquarters might send out a press release or something. You'd, you'd think so, but yeah. It, Otherwise, sure. is is there any point? I mean, what what is the point? I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, well, one thing that I tried to figure out this week with Aaron Tyrrell, the uh, husband of Ricky Lee Tyrrell, um, who is the One Nation candidate, who's yeah. the One Nation candidate here. He's running for One Nation in Chisholm, which is in Melbourne near Box Hill, um, which is I don't know interesting that. That he, as, as Ricky joked to me on the phone, you know, he was beaten by his wife at pre-selection, um, very okay. tongue-in-cheek, and they asked him if he wanted to stand elsewhere, and he said, sure. So, um, you know, someone from Nichols standing somewhere else is, is yeah, interesting. Yeah, I would think, think that most voters would want their candidate to be local, but yeah. maybe not. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I certainly would, but, mm. um, yeah, it's... it's um, 
yeah, the the other option would be not having a yeah, and a I guess there at all for some, the some of the parties have just really tried to make sure they've got a candidate in absolutely every seat, which must be a challenge. It must be. It must be. Um, should that wrap us up for election chat? Yeah, I feel like people must be sick of it. Yeah, yeah. It's all going to end. You the end is near, it. people. The end is near. We're so close. Don't we're forget so to close. vote tomorrow. I was thinking to myself, I haven't voted yet because I'm kind of keen to see what's going on on Saturday around the place. And I, I just thought to myself, gee, wouldn't that be ironic after all this talk if I actually forgot to go and vote? <laughs> so I'd probably better set an alarm on my phone for tomorrow. So don't forget to vote, people. We don't might forget. get fined. And also it's just it's important to exercise our democratic right. Absolutely. Have your say. Don't whinge about it later if you don't have your say. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And we, we probably won't know the answer for a few days as well, especially here. Yeah, well, um, tomorrow night you've probably heard all I've been telling you. Maybe we'll talk to you tomorrow night. We're doing this at Nichols votes um, special tomorrow night so that might be a long night if we don't get any, any results mm, well, but, uh, but don't worry we'll be crossing to football and giving you some good music to listeners <laughs> very good very, very good so yes well um we'll see how late that goes hopefully for everyone involved it's a, a nice early count but or at least some indication but don't be surprised if it goes very late down to the wire shall we move on yes go for it um alistair clarkson was in town this week so former football, uh, former Hawthorne coach. Okay, um, that's why I have a blank look on my face. Sorry. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, so coaching legend, and he's been you know, all over the traps um, the last couple of months um, after leaving Hawthorne last year, and there's big speculation about what he'll do next year, if he'll be coaching again or if he's going to spearhead a Tasmanian bid. But he was in the region this week um, talking a little bit about road safety and then also just doing coaching clinics and talking about mental health as well. Um, so it was really interesting, you know, Zach Standish had a story with him talking about how important local clubs are and how hard they've been hit by the last two years um, of, um, of COVID lockdowns and shutdowns and interruptions to, to sporting competitions. And, yeah, it was really interesting seeing him or, or reading him talk about that sort of stuff um, and, you know, what he had to say about how we support clubs in the regions and, and that sort of thing. I did uh, attend a local, well, a footy netball uh, game probably about a month ago down at Nagambi. It was uh, Murchison to Lamba versus Nagambi. And, you know, it was really well attended. Uh, it was packed out, really, both yeah. on both sides of football and netball. And I thought, you know, just reminded me how important local football and netball is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, well, still on local football, um, former Demons player Neville Jetta will line up for Tatura this week. Um, in you know, it was announced last night, not you know, late last night. So breaking news, hot off the press. So this isn't one of these sort of um, parachute a star in type. I think it is, I think it is a one-off uh, appearance. Okay. Um, but it's still kind of very out of the blue and very exciting for for everyone down at the kennel um, at the Bulldogs uh, in Tat. So um, being Indigenous around in the AFL as well makes a nice touch to have um, Jeddah coming along, um, but outside of sport. Um, there's there's plenty more happening, plenty plenty more. There's a lot even happening in sport. There is, there is. a basketball game. There is. I'm kind of aware of this now. I've got some into basketball. I've really got no idea about basketball. I keep you know as a former netball player, I just watch them and go, why are they walking with the ball? <laughs> <laughs> and what's that backboard thing? But uh, yeah, no, the Gators are. I'm pretty sure they're in town this week. Yes. Um, I think Warrandyte versus Warrandyte. I oh, think. There you go. I don't even know where Warren Dyke is. In Melbourne old, somewhere. Old stump, stumping ground. Really? Yeah, not far from it. North East Melbourne. Okay. Um, so there you go. Um, 
rent crisis has been. I was going to say something quirky to finish on. Oh, that is sorry. not that is not quirky at all. That's no, no. no, no that's so, like, you want to go back to the quirky? No, well, we can finish with the quirky. But yeah, that story about uh, those people who lost their house after it was burnt down and they've mm. applied at thirty five places and can't get anywhere. Yeah, it's been Crazy. months and months and months, and they just cannot find somewhere to live. What are they supposed to? You know, what are people supposed to do? Well, they've been going from caravan park to caravan park, which now there's is, a story, Max. Caravan parks riding high. <laughs> well, <laughs> making lots of money. I'm sure that's not the way they'd want to be making money, but it's um, no. But you know, they're a business too. They are indeed, but it's just you know, it's not cheap for people. Like no, because you're paying a, day, uh, a daily rate. Mm, so it's and you don't want to you know sign a try and negotiate a longer term thing because you don't want to be there long term. Mm. You want to be there, you know, a week, a, a day, and find a new place. But they've been, you know, as you said, it was about 35 properties they've applied for and no luck. Um, and, you know, it's just how, it shows how easy it is to be thrown into that situation as well. So if we need, like, for example, with the situation at the hospital with, you know, them needing 150 uh, positions to be filled, like they're vacant at the moment, and mm. they've got people coming to town maybe to try and fill those, like where are they? Where are these people going to be housed? Exactly. It's and a that, real issue, isn't it? Mm, and that was another story that, that Murray Silby did this week was, you know, talking to even the super, uh, the, the graduate from secondary <laughs> college. Did yourself there. Well done, um, Max. You know they're you know struggling for staff yes. as well, um, and many schools. Many schools are, but yeah, chatting to um, to them that you know they've had teachers come up, try and find somewhere to live, not find anywhere, and go back to Melbourne or move back home. Plat- um, maybe the, ho- the people staying in hotels as well mm, instead of so finding places to live. So yeah, it's certainly not just schools; it's across the across the entire board that 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 you know that housing shortage is really making itself felt on. Yeah. A, and so we're talking about a supply issue, but of course, what does this do to prices? Mm, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So it's just a, you know, the issue that keeps feeding into all other other things. And, you know, the story about the the siblings that, you know, the house burnt down, that's not something you plan for. That's not something you see coming. And it's just so easy to be just thrown into that situation. Basically a homeless situation. It's crazy. Mm. Well, I do hope they find something soon. And I'm sure um, the Ship News' story highlighting their plight will help them. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Um, We're pretty much running out of time, Max. Have you got one more cute little story to tell us? Is there a cute story this week or is it all serious um, election stuff? <laughs> there, there is a lot of a lot of very serious news this week, um, but Wednesday marked International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, Intersex Discrimination and Transphobia. Do, what's, um, what's the um, Ida Hobbit. Ida Hobbit. What a the, great acronym. What, incredible acronym <laughs> um which is you know all about celebrating mm. um the wonderful diversity um on that spectrum in the community and we had a, a bunch of photos in the paper this week um and online as well um a lot of color a lot of very happy smiling faces i think there was a, a big event at GoTave, maybe there was yeah. yes that's the one um excellent so good on them for for getting out and you know celebrating who they are absolutely Nice note to end on, Max. We will talk to you again in... uh, Well, I won't talk to you next week because we're doing a special palliative care week feature. Good morning. I'm Rhiannon Solomon-Marin. Whoops, Melbourne just jumped in there. Good morning, uh, Rhiannon. (laughs) But goodbye, (laughs) Rhiannon. 
Uh, but we'll talk to you again soon and obviously it'll be a bit of a new political landscape. Whatever happens, it'll be a new political landscape Very because, of course, so. our, our, our current member has retired. I did a bit of an exit interview with Damien Drum earlier in the week. That was good. So, yeah, new candidate, which, which whoever gets in. So make for interesting times in future, Max. Absolutely. Very <laughs> absolutely. Have a great weekend, Max. Thanks you for your time. We've been talking to Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News.